Warning, the following audio podcast may include language of an adult, nonsensical, repetitive, and quite frankly, moronic nature. On the plus side, if you watch the video version, you get to see two sexy motherfuckers. Enjoy the show. And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday. Waffle Box, with your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing all at the same time. Coming up in episode 139, Harry Styles got stained. We talk about the plane ride from hell. Land of Bad gets uh, Kush's movie review treatment, I can already tell you. Zero out of five for originality of that title. And much, much more. I am Mike Fish and I am joined as always by the main man from San Fran. It's Mr. Kush. Hey, it's Kush. Hey, everybody. What's good, y'all? Kush Hayes here. 139 episodes? It's the original Waffle Box. People's podcast, you have no substitutes. It is the best part of Wednesdays. Coming to you all the way from the future home of Super Bowl 60. We love you because you do this. We do this because we love you. And et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Wow, I tripped hard. Like, just went, oh, based into the dirt. Could have got away with Producer it. Producer Lathan, I don't even care how you're doing. That's how hard I botched. Oh, Lathan, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well, actually, Kush. So I was checking out my Twitter account, and I noticed that I've now got an AI-generated face. Who knew I was such a good-looking fella? Right? You're welcome. You're welcome, buddy. I did see that photo, and he looks like the nerd in, like, bikini car wash, dude. Like, he's he's all poindextered out, but then, you know, the hot chick realizes that he's really a good guy and actually likes her for her, so she fucks him at the end, and it's all, like, stylized and backlit and whatever, but now he... Now he's no longer a Poindexter. The glasses are gone. The bow tie oh, yeah. is He's got off. contacts now. It's changed he's his game. All ripped and manly, and just just plowing the shit out of her. And he's got like a twelve-inch dick. Who in the Cinemax movie? So we don't see all that, but I, that's 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 what's on your mind, buddy. Oh, I'm, I'm just thinking for the best. So yeah, congratulations, Leif, and you finally got a face. Um, how you been, Kush? What you been up to? I'm okay, man. Uh, been been a wild weekend. We did 16 hours at the Chase Arena the other day, and uh, I, it's one of the weirdest shows I've ever been a part of. Where just in in a business where we communicate, there was very very little communication happening. Sound like a really boring movie trailer. Um, in a business where we communicate. I suppose it's pretty mundane. Rob Schneider forgot to communicate. <laughs> oh no, Rob Schneider is the communicator. Rob Schneider in the anti-trans rights. Oh, did you not? Have you not? Oh, you, yeah, you're not. You're not on Twitter anymore, are you? Yeah, if you nope. if you go on Rob Schneider's Twitter account, Jesus, really? Boy, has a the lot anti-trans of rights. I, oh, I know he's, he's gotten a little political these days. Because he's, he doesn't really do nothing else, but he's gone so far to the right, he's about to fall off the flat earth that he believes That's in. It's weird probably. because he's 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 from Pacifica, California, which is literally a stone's throw to the south of me. And you know, it's a little beach town. And while it's not like it's kind of as, as rednicky as San Francisco kind of gets, but like, yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. 
bless him. Maybe Rednecki is wrong, but but if the, all right, maybe we need to redo this math then. All I'm saying is that's weird that again, Rob Schneider is he's better than that. What's wrong with you, dude? We thought I don't get a lot of things, but you know, uh, rights is rights. Maybe that screw loose finally fell out and he uh, uh happens. It could happen. Um what's been up in the world? What's been up in the world? TikTok. Oh that's still a thing? It's the thing. So yeah, if you don't know, I live in a household where someone watches a lot of TikTok videos. Okay. So, which means I listen to a lot of TikTok videos. <laughs> and, and those they're short, so you're hearing like hundreds of these a day. Oh, but apparently, so there's a lot of people on TikTok that do cooking. They cook okay. for TikTok, right? They do their little sure. recipes, and this is me cooking, right? But I don't know whether it's just the algorithm and we're getting the bad ones. But I just feel like every person that does cooking on TikTok, right before they're about to start, the cameraman goes, "All right, are you ready? You ready?" Oh, by the way, your puppy got run over. Action! And it's just like, so look, I got the chicken, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna just season it, and uh, and I'm just gonna cook it for. It just sounds so bored or miserable. It's like Jesus Christ. Where's the charisma? 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 There we go. Charisma. Oh, sorry about that. I don't know if I want to throw you down this rabbit hole, but if you and the wife go on YouTube. Go to your mom's house or YMH, Christina's TikTok curations. Now, they're, they're, this is a segment they do on the your mom's house thing, but someone has meticulously collected all of them and put them in separate videos of their own. So they're like, you know, 90 minutes long or whatever. Oof. Volumes one, two, and three, I, it's, it's a lot more unique than just cooking videos. It's the weirdest of the weird and some of the craziest of the crazy and I, I i know we don't know that well you know each other well mike fish but i think you guys are gonna laugh your asses off at this just at least one one through three if you want to go to four and five they're there but you said they're at 90 minutes each some are longer oh no i don't know if i can do that i don't know well you know there it's not all just like here's a tiktok here's a tiktok here's a tiktok it's it's here's a tiktok and then they react to it and they're like what the fuck was that? And then here's another, and you know, the, it's it's the husband oh, so and wife the, team. They're reacting to TikTok videos. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And oh, you know, so, I thought it was just a collection of TikTok videos. So I can't do that. Yes, and the reactions. So like a lot of the times, the husband Tom Segura, very funny guy. Uh, on oh, I know Tommy, Tommy G, Tommy, Tommy S, Buns, Tommy, yeah. Tommy Segura's. Yeah, he uh, very famous Japanese comedian. <laughs> Segura. If you don't uh, know, it's, it's kind of a little homage to bit, one of his bits. He's resisting a lot during it, and I think you'll appreciate his resistance, Mike. So, like, I think the wife will love Christina's collection, and you'd be like, "What the fuck, bitch!" You know. But then you're gonna get into it too. Like, just, just try, just try one. So you're you saying know, they've already they've, they've stole my idea of doing like Tosh Point O, but for TikTok? Yes. Damn. Well, that could be. But what they're doing is in. Even if they were the first to do it, still not original. Sure. Um, also, it's either the cooking videos or it's people describing their lives. And these people, for some reason, I don't know whether it's some kind of Tourette's where it's like a tick, but they have to say the word literally every other like word. Because oh, they don't know what it literally means. They literally don't know what literally means. Oh, so 
I we I went to the store and I bought this. It was literally five dollars, and then I got this. It was literally two ninety nine, and it's oh, it just goes on and on, and I'm just losing my goddamn mind. Ah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm still on Facebook, as you know, Christopher Hayes, um, and Facebook is imposing upon me their version of Reels, or maybe they just call it Reels, but they're also like attached to Instagram, so it's like. Hey man, I'm I'm already on Instagram. If I want to watch the shit, I'll go to Instagram. But yeah, I've I've complied complied the algorithm, so it's now kitten videos and MMA, and maybe some ridiculous motorcycle crashes. So for some reason, the cobalt keeps melting things. Uh, But yeah, at the same time, it's like hey, this doesn't need to be a section on Facebook. I would actually just I would really, really, really like to know what's going on in the lives of the people i'm following and friends with oh, that's what the suggested I posts piss me off yeah, yeah it's just it's just one thing if i want like when i post something on instagram which is very rare but if i do and it goes do you want us to post it on facebook that if i want it on facebook i'll put it on facebook but i'm here hmm. so mind your own business instagram so again when i post the the foreign threads. posters yeah Keeps, i'm getting, I a lot getting of notifications, notifications on threads yeah it's, it's like, like well threads. If I was on, let me open threads to see. I don't stop giving notifications on Instagram about threads. Oh, like I said, I post all the foreign movie posters and I have the Instagram account also for that. So when I post something on Facebook in that manner, like, oh yeah, I would absolutely, yes, this is actually helping me posting it on Instagram. But as we've established, I now have an Instagram account so I can find other stuff there too. Like you don't have to keep going back and forth with this. It's 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 too much. It's too much suck. Is it like a, a personal Instagram, or is it one you want to share and get more people to check it out? Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, a lot of people. It's the Cushion Kai at Instagram. At Cushion, I should Kai. probably rename it. But uh, yeah, Cushion Kai on Instagram. Boom. Um, another thing that I've been getting into on the old. Netflix. Oh, what's on Netflix? I'm almost ashamed to admit this, but I am obsessed with Love is Blind. Oh, well, it's a dating show, right? It's a dating show where basically yeah. a group of women, I think it's 15 women and 15 men, they all live with each other, but the, obviously the women live in one kind of space and the men, and then they get divvied off and they go into these little booths and they talk to each other through a wall so they can't see each other and and apparently they just miraculously fall in love with each other within like two weeks just talking to each other for like 30 minutes a day but whatever I'm not gonna get into that but there was one thing that's hilarious right there's this one woman if you don't watch it and you don't know her, but her name was chelsea i think it's chelsea and she just she said that oh yeah my friends like i can't because you're not allowed to just against your rules to describe what you look like because it goes against the whole purpose of the show okay 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 but she dropped a little nugget of information that apparently her friends think that she looks like Megan Fox. Now, again, if you haven't seen it, Google it. Google Love is Blind Chelsea. And you'll clearly see that not only is Love Blind, but apparently her friends are as well. Or they've yeah. never seen <laughs> Megan Fox. She looks nothing like Megan Fox. And you can tell when she finally met the person face to face that she decides to marry you could he was like you could just see in his face he was like you do not look like Megan Fox what the fuck 
So I've typed in Chelsea, only Chelsea, and it first thing that comes up is Chelsea, love is blind. Boom. Check it By out. Way, I have earbuds in, so Google couldn't hear us talk about this. And um, she just the one thumbnail where she's covering half of her face doing this. Yes, this woman looks nothing like Megan Fox. Just on that alone. Yeah, they always lie to each other and say, oh, my God, you're, you're like, you're so much better than I imagined and things like that. Which is just once I would love to see when they open, when they finally decide which they're going to pair off and then they do this reveal where they stand either side of the wall and then the wall drops and they get to finally meet the person that they're going to marry. Just once I would like one of them to be like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, oh, you I'm, seem more interesting than you look like. I see some Stephanie McMahon. I see some China, Joni Lawler, rest in peace. I see... Uh, also, Triple I, H would love it. I bet he's a big fan of Love is Blind. <laughs> a mixture of his two previous girlfriends? Comparison, and it's, it's, it's literally day and night. It, yeah. And I'm not saying this woman is unattractive, but she is not Megan Fox. By, but not even by a mile. You know what we, if they put a fundamentalist Mormon on there... And he was like, yeah, I've, I've come onto this experiment to find my eight true loves. And he was just like proposing to all of them. That'd be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Mike, that's a show now. We, we just made that show. So get at us, Hollywood. Copyright. Waffle box. Mormons in love. What, what's, what's the name of it, Mike? We got to get this right. Love is blind. For Mormon love is blind. Mormon love is blind. Interesting. But you have to get fundamentalist Mormons because apparently I don't think in the, the modern Mormon church, I don't think you're allowed one on one wife anymore. I think they got rid of that. I think you got a show there, Mike. I think you got a show there, and I'm happy to help you produce it. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't watch too many of these dating shows. I hear the 90 Day Fiance. Oh, they're, no, they're normally horrible. 90 Day Fiance is pretty good, actually. I will say yeah. that. But like the, uh, that I, Love Island and Too Hot to Handle. Is, is, the other is there a Love terrible. Island? Because there was a Temptation Island. Is that oh, are you thinking a, about the? No, uh, oh, maybe. I mean, it's not impossible to be a love island, too. There's a fantasy island. Why wouldn't there be a love island? I mean, yeah. Okay, that's fine. fine. Basically, it's a dating show. It's on an island, and it's terrible. Okay. So Temptation Island was awesome pre-9-11 because it didn't exist post-9-11. But then they tried to redo it on the USA Network, and they put it on the app. So it's just... it's. There's no censorship on the app. So it's just completely raunchy. And like the one chick is like, I'm going to fuck your boyfriends. I was like, oh, see, this kind of takes the fun out. Of it. There's a lot of, well, they won't they. And what's what naughty thing is going to happen per the Fox censors like that. That was fun. But then I was like, oh, you're just a hoe, whatever. Um, where I was trying to go with all this, though, is um, Fifth Wheel. Are you familiar with Fifth Wheel? I don't even know if it's around anymore. I... Fifth Wheel is the best dating show. And you can gamble on it, which makes it even better. Well, what's what's the synopsis of the show? One guy or one girl goes on a date with four other people. And they they all as a group, they do activities, and after each activity, they knock one off. Like, so you're out of here. And just you know, it's it's 22 minute episodes. It go, it's it's lightning quick, and the you have five opportunities to bet like who who's going in, who who who's going home. And who's getting cut? And oh, it's oh so there's no gambling so on the actual show. The gambling is just you watching it, betting with on friends, it. of course. Oh, I thought it was like, like fifth wheel. What we mentioned gambling is kind of like a, a roulette 
part to it or something where it's like oh i'm sure that show exists too but no 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 no. you get you get the boys together you get the ladies together whatever man like but you're gambling on what bozo is going home and then you're like i can't believe she did that yeah they're all horrible but for some reason love is blind is like cracked me i can't stop watching it not a dating show but cheaters equally satisfying although i wish wish there was one episode where it turned out we were all wrong he's been leaving in the middle of the night not not to cheat on you but he's he's at a senior care facility and he's been saving up to buy you a ring he's been like taking care of orphans yeah right that'd be great that would be great there'd be one you can only get one episode of that but that would be great it'd be a great episode it's just always like a part of the big brother situation and like she still beats her up anyway it's like no (laughs) and then she goes to jail end of episode oh like that could be like uh the i guess that cheaters dog the bounty hunter crossover i don't know what that means that's okay well she beats up the wrong person so therefore she has a, a warrant on her head and then dog has to bring her in okay what a show what a show i get yeah okay all right, last thing before we go to the top story, I was just we were going to give a shout out to the wife. Uh, she came up with a fantastic brand name. Oh, the other day. So when, when we had uh, when we had all the snow, so what I do because the dogs they're very they're small dogs, and so they don't like going into the snow because they'll just disappear in the snow. <laughs> so I have to like dig out some of the snow off the the lawn so there's some grass exposed, so they can walk on there. And do their business sure and then as we was waiting for the snow to melt it's been on the, been on there for like a week or so she says to me so you need to dig out some more of this snow because right now that's just a pathway of piss was, oh that'd mm. be a great death metal game name yeah we are the pathway of piss <laughs> I think I'm just doing the death clock theme now, but that's okay. That's okay. No, I'm I'm 100% with you on this. Pathway to Piss. Great, great band name, Mrs. Fish. Shout out, Mrs. Fish. All right, that's enough of our inane ramblings. Let's get into some organized ramblings. Ooh. As we voyage into the crazy, wacky world of news that was this past week. And this week's top stories. It's now time for this week's top stories. Bubbles. Um, Harry Styles. You're familiar with Harry Styles, right? I know him as an actor. I understand he was a boy band as well. He was an actor. He was in, what, The Eternals? He was in that war movie? He's not in The Eternals very much. Oh, he's um, right. He's like the the post-credit guy. Yeah, which we'll probably not get a movie now. Um, No, he's... uh, I forget the name of the movie, but he was in a th- big thing with Florence Pugh last summer, and there was a whole controversy. Did he spit on Chris Pine? I think it's was been... he in Dunkirk as well. Yes, yes, he was. Great memory. I couldn't tell you who he was because, goddamn it, they all dressed in World War II fatigue and hardly all... spoke. Yeah, he was the guy running away on the beach. Fair. Ran away on the beach, number two. Um, but yeah, he was also 
a rather successful pop star. And I think he still is. I think he still releases the odd song or two, but he was in the yeah, boy, boy band then. One Direction. Okay, okay, okay. I, I know that name. I know that name. Um, but he had, as does many celebrities, he had the unfortunate run-in with what they call in the business a stalker, right? Mm. And she was finally caught and caught and appeared in court. Okay. Do you reckon that's why they named them courts? Because they got caught and that's where they go to be judged. And they call it court, but spell it differently, maybe? I don't know. I'm probably not. Anyway. No, but I, I get I get where you're going with this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I could I could follow you down that hole and, and see like, ooh, do, do we disprove this or not? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say no weird, initially. It's always those weird questions I have. Like, for example, is a spoon a big, a small shovel or is a shovel a big spoon? Hmm. Put that on a T-shirt, or at least a bumper sticker. Speaking of T-shirts, bunch of new T-shirts on the on the Waffle Box merchandise store. You should go What's there. That? Yeah, go to enjoywafflebox.com/shop, or go to enjoywafflebox.com. You can find it all there. And, uh, yeah. We've got a uh, we've got some uh, got the Proceed shirt is now available. We've got um, <laughs> Show me that graphic. Yeah, that's good. The Die Hard. Now I have a water gun. I'm very proud okay. Of that. And okay, teenage... I was wondering what that was. And for those uh, Pokemon fans, you've also got the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Squirtle shirt now available. Which is... If you don't, I don't if think you, you if showed you're... me that. If you're not a fan I, of Pokemon, it sounds very bad. Maybe. No, I, I again, I, I have like I did not see this one image, but I'm seeing it in my head, and if it's even half of what I'm imagining, like, well done, Mike Fish. And also the classics like the Just the Facts, ma'am. T-shirt. Just, Just the Facts, ma'am. Which is one of my favorites, which hopefully will be arriving soon. Um, but anyway, where was we? Um, yeah, Harry, Harry Styles. Styles. Stalker. Boo. So a woman appeared in court charged with stalking Harry Styles by sending him 8,000 cards in less than a month. Wow. Now, if you want to do the maths on that real quick, right? So I did that. So 8,000 cards in a, in a less than a month. So I'll just give a credit. Let's say 31 days in a month. So let's say 30 days. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Happy that equals 266 cards per day. Which on average Damn. is 11 an hour if she didn't sleep, which yeah, let's face did. it, she probably didn't sleep that much if she's... Doing this 11 handwritten cards every hour for a month. And she was like, Yeah, this is normal behavior. He'll love this. I mean, want to be my friend. Obsession. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Imagine a poor postman as well. Fucking hell, it's arm day again today. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, the, the, the poor postman, probably, they, they probably just send an entire truck with the duffel bags. But but still, I, again, I hear what you're saying. Uh, so her name was Myra Carvalho, 35, from Brazil. Sent the 30, from Brazil. 30 year old oh. from Brazil. So I'm sure, yeah, 35 Very from passionate. Brazil. I bet she was probably Very passionate. Yeah, I, bet, I bet she wasn't a bad looker either. Not to be. Is that is that reverse? What do they call it? Reverse racism or positive racism? Where I'm just assuming she's a good-looking woman because she's from Brazil. I don't know. I, I don't, don't. Yeah, don't worry about. It. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. 
But if you are from Brazil, hey, how you doing? Um, but yeah, so she sent the 30-year-old singer handwritten letters while in the UK, as well as ordering a series of cards for him online, which was sent to his address. Um, Harrow Crown Court was told. Um, so yeah. You know that I like That's to keep right. my ear close to the ground, and I actually managed to get a copy of one of those 8,000 letters she sent. Oh, shit. It read, and I quote, oh. Dear Harry, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. I left my cell, my pager, and my home phone at the bottom. I sent 8,000 letters back in autumn. You must not have got them. There probably was a problem at the post office or something. Marvelous. I mean, she knows he's a celebrity, so 200 letters alone is already difficult to read when it's from 200 people. But just from one alone, like, oh my. And then let's, let's factor international postage in. Holy shit. Well, she sent them but, while she was in the UK. Okay. All right. Well, cards are also not cheap. Like, I think like the... I, can't, I don't imagine she's doing that box of 30 generic cards you get for people at Christmas time that cost you four bucks. I, I got a feeling like she's like, oh, he, he'll like this and I like that. And I'm like, oh, we'll get one. Oh, they're all definitely individual ones. There's no duplicates here. Yeah. You, you have to guarantee. Well, each one has a little pubic hair strand, probably, because she's nuts. Ooh, that's a lot of pubic hair, too. Mm. Well, she's determined. But yeah, fair play. You, you know, you want to get attention, you got to play the law of averages. Like you say, if he gets, you know, X amount of cards per day, if you're 266 of them in there, it's a good chance that you're going to get picked out once. It's like a lottery. You got to play, play, play the odds. Yeah. Man, Where were the friends on this? Maybe they don't know. Or well, they didn't know before now. He goes on. So she um, had been staying at a backpacker hostel in Earl's Court, West London. Having been in the UK since December, her family did not know that she had traveled to the country. I like this story, trying to distance themselves. Like, well, pretty easy. They don't want to get involved. Um, of the 8,000 cards sent, some were wedding cards. Two of the letters were hand delivered to Styles' address, the court was oh. told. Oh, so she's getting closer. She's getting closer. Oh, she found them. Wow, this wasn't just going to like the, the random post office box. So you see, yes, yeah, so you should find out. Well, now I guess once once the hand delivered one started coming in, that's maybe what he was like, you know what? <laughs> and so yeah, so I'm going to assume because I did find out from a documentary, although this is this was in America, I believe. Technically, technically, there's no like charge for stalking like in terms of going to jail or anything like that you can't get unless there's like imminent danger or something like that so if they just, I mean if you're just being really annoying I guess the best you can do is like a what's the word um uh cease and no, no, restraining cease. order restraining order there we go yeah 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 uh, yeah I mean it's not illegal to send someone a note through the mail so and you can send them 500 notes if you want it's weird but like it's you stalking is usually becomes a crime when like a breaking and entering has happened or you know like hey I've, I've told you three times now please leave me alone stop following me from starbucks that then that's when the restraining orders come in and 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 all of that stuff um but yeah stalking is a 
it's a huge process. So um, jokes on her. He's probably out here in California making movies now. I don't know, like what? Probably not at home at yeah, all. It's probably is like it's like housekeeper was like, oh, this bitch again. He's not mm. here. Fuck off. So I know, I know you're tired of it. I'm tired of it. The surf squad's tired of it. But I heard, I heard, heard Travis Kelsey had to move because when he started dating Taylor Swift, Swifties were camping out on his front lawn. And then when he moved, like someone still knocked on his back window and went, "What up, TK? Let's hang out and talk about your girlfriend." Um, moving on from that real quickly because whatever. Burt Reynolds, the late great Burt Reynolds, once declared that a stalker federal expressed herself to him like one day he just FedEx showed up and he was like here's a big crate mr reynolds he went what the fuck i didn't order anything and out popped a woman like a, like a, like a stripper out of a birthday cake and he went oh my god <laughs> and that's where the story ends um oh. yeah he, he did not confirm or deny if you know sweet sweet love making was had or if a call to the police was made but that's that's the story a woman shipped herself to Burt Reynolds' house in a crate. Well, knowing Burt Reynolds around in his prime, I'm sure it depends on what she looked like, whether the police was called or if the the you know the giggity, giggity happened. He, he was he seemed like a pretty loose loose gun, like loosey goosey. Oh, like, well, Burt since you're here, it'd be rude to kick you out now. If you're here. Who wants a mustache? Dom DeLuise, for some reason, in the background. <laughs> okay, I'm done with my comment. There you go. Leave, leave Harry Styles alone. Yeah. Um, I'm stalking people. It's weird, guys. Weird. Just, just, just you do when you're 12 you... in the sixth grade, but stop doing that shit once you're an adult. Just whatever happened to, you know, in putting in your, in your closet like a little shrine to them, a mural. Yeah, don't do that either. Comes off I mean, weird. it's still weird, but at least, you know, they don't know about it. Just, just be weird by yourself. Stop involving other people in your weirdness. Have you seen the comic book where Darth Vader acquires a, a stalker? No. It's pretty amazing. I, I should I, I shall send you a YouTube link. Oh fuck it's you again. Oh no, no, no. He, he's kind of just in the background the whole time. Like he, he doesn't even hiding? notice her. No, no, he's doing Darth Vader stuff, but he's still just, there. It's such an insignificant cog that she's not on his radar, but she's just like. Wouldn't that be awesome if me and Darth Vader got married and like just flash fantasies of them ballroom dancing and weird shit like that? And then, and the, you know what? I'm going to send you the YouTube link. But everyone else, go to Darth Vader stalker YouTube keywords. There you go. Sometimes stalking can be fun. Um, next story uh, a Delta flight. Was it Delta flight? Yes, it was a Delta flight from Amsterdam to Detroit last week. Had to be mm. turned around. Oh no! Now this might be. This is you know one of those things where like what's what's the worst thing you could think of? What's your nightmare whilst being on a plane? You could probably run off a thousand things and then not come up with this one until someone mentioned it. You'd be like, okay, yep, that's it. That's my number one thing. So a flight from Amsterdam to Detroit was quickly turned around when maggots began to fall out of the overhead bag compartments. What the fuck? What the fuck, Mike? 
So upon inspection of the nearby overhead bins, flight crew mm -hmm. aboard Delta flight DL133 found a, quote, improperly packed carry-on bag that contained rotten fish wrapped in newspaper. <sighs> like, what the fuck? Like, why are people, like... Many times I have to. Oh, you're gonna. Oh, don't. Oh, you can't bring that water on. It's too big. That's crazy. Oh, fish in a newspaper. Yeah, bring it on board. Bring it on board. They're they're a little loosey goosey outside of America when it comes to stuff like this. Um, but still, like fucking hell. Uh, 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 fish in a newspaper. What? Fuck you, fish eaters, man. Seriously. How do you know? That, that it, shit it was, stinks. But it was obviously, like, and it's rotting. It's right. It's one maggots rotting, in it, so it stinks more. Yes, maggots. Like, what? What was you gonna do with this rotting fish? Oh, I can't leave it in Amsterdam. I have to bring it back to Detroit. By the way, yeah, this bin is not over the original person's head. Like that asshole's like three rows down. Giggling like, oh, there's himself. a spot here. I'll put it in here. Probably in Dutch. And then you're like, hey, man, do you really need to... What's wrong with your overhead bin? That that bin's honestly probably full, but still. like, And then like you're just sitting there trying to watch Fast X on the on the little TV thing, and then like a maggot falls on your hand. Like, what the fuck? I, I am so mad. <laughs> By the way, I've done that flight. I've done a worse flight from Amsterdam. Like, assuming that this thing to Detroit was a straight shot, like... It's like an eight-hour trip alone, man. And then you have to go back across the Atlantic again, just depending on well, how far into it they were. So the, the flight was less than an hour into its nine-hour okay. flight. So okay. it, went and so it turned just, around and went back to Amsterdam. They're over the United Kingdom then at that point. Probably. Fucking hell. But you said you said it might be a Dutch person. I'm going to assume it wasn't a Dutch person. I'm going to assume everyone on this flight was returning from Amsterdam because I just cut no offense or maybe there's a little bit of offense in this to Detroit, but I can't imagine there's anyone in the Netherlands going, do you know where I'd really like to go? Mm, Detroit. Let's just pack our bags and everyone go on vacation to Detroit. Well, I just said this person speaks Dutch. They, they, they can talk Dutch in Detroit, um, but not important, not important. Not Have you important. seen 8 Mile? Did any of them yeah. sound Dutch to you? Sure. M and Von M. <laughs> Duh. Is it, oh, it's just French. No, it's that's is it, is it, this trying to do gold member voice. Oh, that's like French, that's, that's a, a French freestyle. Eminem, it's look, it's gold. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to people of Amsterdam. Um, Philip Scott, a Netherlands native who resides in Iowa. How did you move from Amsterdam to Iowa? What did you do? What did you do is so bad that Amsterdam's like, fuck off. And you had to win at Iowa. Wish you had to the cornfields of Iowa. That's a The only good thing to ever come out of Iowa is Slipknot. Other than that, nothing. I can't think of it. Anyway, he said that women were freaking out trying to kind of fight off these maggots. And they found out there was a rotten fish in there. When the bag was opened, everyone immediately pinched their nose. You know, shit. 
That's good. Especially in the dark. Yeah. Again, this is worse than cooking fish in the microwave at the office. Fuck you. Anyways, I hope this person was arrested. Yeah, I don't know what the crime would be, but they should make one up for him. Oh, it's it's actually it's a it's an international offense, and it's it's taking food across the water. Rotted doesn't matter. Fish might be on the accepted list, but rotted fish is not. So yeah, there's there's a federal penalty here or international penalty. I don't know. Someone needs handcuffs though. They need to be buried under the prison. Smacked around a lot with a probably a wet fish. And then buried under the prison. Yeah, all right. I'm not gonna fight you. Um. So yeah. If you if you if you are gonna bring food onto a flight, can you make sure it's not didn't die like three weeks ago, or you cook it? I just want to know. I just want to know more to this story. Like, what was they? What was they? What was their plan? Once they get to Detroit, what are they gonna do with this rotting fish? I got fish from Amsterdam, though. And some. I'm honestly maggots. surprised the story didn't it's... turn out like he's smuggling weed into the country through the rotten fish. It's, it's like it's like the circle of life. You get a fish. And you let it rot, and then maggots show up, and then with the maggots, you can use them as bait to get even more fish. Yeah, yeah, you can. Wow, it's like a a really disgusting um, pyramid scheme. It's very disgusting. I'm disappointed. Anyway, so there you go. If you get on a flight that stinks, check the overhead baskets. Yeah. Anyway. I think I'd rather have the guy try to fight the guy over opening the emergency exit door over the Atlantic. Like, oh no, no. Oh, at least it's not rotten fish. It's like punching him in the face. Yeah, sometimes you're not not like not, not like a nice little breeze coming in. Yeah, open the door. Fuck it. We'll draft you. We'll... Maybe more people are like after this, they open that bag. So fuck now, open up the emergency door. Jesus, let some fresh air in. Thanks. Pressure will oh, kill you. Uh, it's the price I'm willing to pay. Right now. All right, that person didn't achieve anything. If anything, they should be buried under the prison, as I said. Uh, but now let's talk about people that did achieve things with their lives, and now they have a piece of paper from an Irish brewery to prove it. It's now time for this week's Dumbbell Record of the Week. Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 Why would you want to do that? Uh, uh, this week's Dumbbell Records takes to us to Brazil, home oh, back of to Brazil. Harry Styles' stalker. <laughs> That's what it's going to be known for now. Oh, welcome to Sao Paulo, home of Harry Styles' stalker. Um, so a pair of Brazilian YouTubers broke a Guinness World Record by erecting a 78.1 foot tower made from... 78 point, oh, foot, gotcha. 78.1 foot tower made from popsicle sticks. Because you're so shocked you had a coughing fit. Iber, Iberi, Thenorio... And Mari Fulfaro, sorry if I'm ruining it, 
hosts of the educational YouTube channel, Manuel Dumondo, which I think something about world manual, maybe like uh, manual uh, of the world, manual of the world. Yeah. So they led the efforts to assemble the world's tallest popsicle stick structure in Sao Paulo. Okay. It took a team of 16 people to accomplish the feats. Right. Quote, the most challenging part was to put the tower up. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that obvious. You know, we, the hardest part that. of this world record was doing it. Yeah. No, yeah that adds up. That that math adds up. You know, you know, you'd be surprised how many people don't even attempt, let alone succeed. So, yeah, they're all right. That was I think more point. people should be dishonest. Like when they when they interview people at the oh. end of like the marathon, they go, hey, "Oh, what's the toughest part? Oh, it. Oh, fucking twenty-six miles. Fucking hard. Let's do it. I stubbed my toe." And then I got I got a rock in my shoe. I don't know how that even happened. We're nowhere near any rocks, but a rock got in my shoe somehow. And I had to run on that for a couple miles. And then I stopped and I took the but I fell back anyway. Um Fenorio said it was too tall and had a lot of fragile connections. Sure. Yeah. If you're gonna build a thing out of popsicle sticks, shit's gonna be fragile. Not bad. Um, and shortly after we got it up, it fell due to the wind. Yeah. However, luckily the measurements possible. could be done just in time for them to get their record. Oh wow! Wow! Fucking hell! Like yeah, there's there's ladders and lifts involved in all this. Like, why didn't they do it out inside? Because it's seven stories, man. Like it's seventy feet tall. Kind of get a hanger, an old There's... airplane hanger or something. I don't know. Uh, no, they probably don't have access to one on the island of Brazil. Oh, that's true. Oh. Brazil's not an island, by the way. Oh, thank you. I don't know geography. I'm not good geography. We're both Um, but yeah. There you go. Congratulations, I guess, to Ibele Tenorio and Mari Fulvaro for erecting giggity, 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 giggity. the largest tower made of popsicle sticks. Okay. Well done. Uh, you know, a lot of times, again, we keep asking, like, how do they even think? I think this one is actually like, it's like, oh, someone made a statue, made a, made a building out of popsicle sticks. I bet we could do a little bit bigger. That's probably the easiest explanation. It's a pretty good contender for the year-end David Rush dumbest world record of the year attempt, I think. It's I think it's maybe the laziest world record, despite how much effort went into it. Again, like, a lot of these times are like, where did he come up with this idea? There has to be some amazing story. But this was just like, eh, someone else did it. So we decided to do it. We had the popsicle sticks. We had the glue. Whatever. Although I think the, the 68 matchsticks up the nostril was pretty good up there. It might be from the last week, that's... That was good, yeah. Good but that's again in their category of where did you come up with that? Like, did someone else have this record before you? I mean, like, did you like maybe he was like he got like an itch in his nose and the only thing he had was, was a, like a matchstick. Match so he put the matchstick up there to scratch it and he's like, oh my God, how much room I've got up here. 
How many could I put in here? And the rest, as they say, is history. It sounds right. It feels right. Feels right. Feels right. Feels right. right. One of these days, one of these world record holders is going to let us know what happened. It would be nice if you guys did it sooner than later. There's 139 of these episodes. Come on down. Come on down. Then you can try, maybe you can attempt a world record on live on this, but I don't know how Guinness would feel about Zoom. The Zoom. Like, can Zoom videos be used as evidence? I doubt it. Guinness World Record. I don't think so. Did you see they took away the. uh... The world's oldest dog's title. They took it away after he died. They cowered. You waited till he died, and then you took away his world record. Piece of no, shit. No, I did not know. I, I was not aware of this controversy. Yeah, apparently they couldn't find the evidence that he was actually born when they said he was wasn't born. But so they oh. they stripped him of his world record. Lame. Yeah, poor boy. Poor boy. Boy. Um. Anyway, still to come on this week's Opera Box: Land of Bad movie titles. Um, is coming up in this week's movie review and much, much more. But before we go, because we've got the middle of the show quiz, you know, before we test your little knowledge, listeners, I'm going to leave you a little trivia question. Um, on this day, which is Wednesday, 28th of February, for those keeping notes, on this day in 1983, which television show aired its final episode that was viewed by almost 110 million people? Hmm? Oh. Answer coming up after the break. In 1975, he became Hollywood's biggest star. And in 1978, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, he resurfaced. This summer, for the first time, the terror of Jaws will not stop at the edge of the screen. The all-new Jaws 3D, rated PG. Now playing at theaters or drive-ins throughout the Bay Area. It's now time for the middle of the show quiz. Hey, welcome back to Box episode 139. Before the break, we left you with some trivia. What TV show aired its final episode on this very day in 1983, which was watched by over 110 million? The answer was MASH. Um, fun fact about that. All right, so I did some maths on this. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's maths, not math. It's maths, maths, because there's more than one of them. Learn English, motherfucker. Um, so, at the time in 1983, this was watched by 110 million viewers, which roughly worked out to be about 47% of the American population watched this episode of MASH, right? This was so when we only had three channels in the United States, not including, like, your local affiliates. Like... Right. Sure. Whatever, right? Oh. This year's Super Bowl... Super Bowl? I don't know why I pronounced it that way. Super Bowl? From uh, Christopher Walken. I was watching the Super Bowl was viewed by 123.7 million viewers, which is roughly 37% of the population. Ergo, Loretta Swit, who played Major Margaret Hotless Houlihan, more popular than Taylor Swift. Oh, okay. Just the facts, ma'am. Okay. You can't lie. You can't lie with maps. I was on uh, Yahoo the other day. Uh, yes, I still use Yahoo. Yahoo. It's the same thing as Google. Whatever. 
I don't care if it's a, a hundredth of a thousandth of a second faster. Yahoo does the same goddamn thing. Anyways, uh, they have a trending topics thing. And it was uh, the moon, something or other, Donald Trump, Taylor Swift. And because, again, the moon was at number one, I, I had a slight chuckle because of Mike Fish's comment, uh, what was it, three weeks ago now? Was it on here or was it on uh, Microdose? No, it was, the, it was the waffle. Oh, geez. Yeah, that was the Microdose. Good for you. Check that out. If you go, if you want to go to... One of the strongest Microdose comments ever made. Where again, I, just... I proved that Taylor Swift is less popular than the moon. So it goes moon, Loretta Swift, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift number three. It's not bad, number three. Not bad, top three. I'm okay with that. There you go. Um, anyway, this week's middle of the show quiz, we're backing it up with the birthday blackjack. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah, this is a fun gimmick. I like this one. Um, if you wasn't listening to last week's show, why? How this works is I'm going to give Kush five people that were born on this very day, February 28th. And Kush has to guess how old they are today. And then he had oh. a wiggle room. He gets a point. So, for example, if they're 70 and he guesses 72, that's two points. And he has to stay below or on or below 21 to win the game. Pretty simple, right? It's not bad. I did pretty well last week, but you know, you won. Like, I think you got you 17. Could... Right, Sounds about right. But like you could, you could 19. Easily... Oh, he was close. 19. Like if Edris Elba Elver comes up in this, I'm going to be boned. I'm like, that dude's like 29. I'd be like, he's 54. Like, what? Ah, <laughs> oh, Lathan, hit the music. So, contestant number one. Number one. Ali Lata. American blonde actress. Lady. Legally blonde. She was in Heroes. And I think she played Claire Redfield in Resident Evil movies. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right. She is in those Resident Evil movies, and uh, yeah, I, I know her from Heroes. Um, she's also the chick who wears the uh whipped cream bikini in uh, not Friday Night Lights, um, um, um Texas football movie, uh, 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 blue county blues, god damn it, MTV football movie, whipped cream bikini. You're gonna love it. I don't, fantastic. All right, uh, geez, uh, she is 40. A good look at 42. We're four, what, what, so what's your final answer? Four zero. 40 four years old. Zero. So he gets 40. She is 48. Wow. Oh, good Starting off of an eight. Ooh. Good looking 48. Of course, of course. Um, next one. Number two. Number two. Is Pat Monahan. I don't know that name. He is the lead singer of the band Train. You okay. don't know. Come on, they did. I think they did like one really like one. It was like one of those real popular songs. Like, uh, I can't remember. See, this is what's gonna kill me tonight. So, uh, Pat, I... do we have to give you a clue then? Like, should we give you a clue here? Please, so, I would love a clue. I don't, I, yeah, I don't okay. even know what gen. What genre or what year this guy was in? So trains like soft rock, okay, pop rock, sure. And they started. What year was their biggest hit? Oh, the biggest hit was 
in 2001. 32. He's 32 years old. I don't know. I, again, I don't know. I'm at a huge disadvantage there. So you're just going with Harold, sorry? 32. 32. 30, 32. And his biggest hit was 23 years ago. So you believe he was nine when he released his biggest single. Sure. He was a Disney project. 32. Unfortunately, he's 55, so you're All 23 right. out. So that means you, but you're up to 31 already. Yeah, yeah. I think so this is what I was talking about, but I don't even know that name. So uh, it was against me. But the rules are the rules. We've definitely lost. But let, let's just go. Let's go further because this is fun. I do like this game. Let's, let's see what score you're going to end up with. Right, number three. Yeah, number please. three. Okay. Number 167. Kelly Bishop. American actress who most famously starred, for me at least, as Baby's mom from Dirty Dancing. She was the mom of Baby. No one puts oh, Baby wow. in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she was in other things. She's obviously a big actress, but that's why I knew her from. So I know there was a mom in Dirty Dancing. I don't remember what she looks like at all. But that was 1986, and she was at least 40 back then. So yeah, so. it's 1986, so what? She's probably 12 now. No, Once you go math, she, she doesn't go backwards, Mr. Math Professor, <laughs> not maths, Professor maths. Mr. Math, multiple with your lift. Uh, she, she's got to be like 78 now, 78 official guest. She's 80, so you're okay. two out in that one. See, so you're up to uh, a lot. I don't know, a lot. um. Game's over. It doesn't matter. We're Number four. Stuff. Number four. Number four. Japanese professional wrestler Ooh. Masato Tanaka. Mm. Is that the Rainmaker? No, that's, no, that's a different Tanahashi. Game. That's Tanahashi. Of course. Tanahashi. Masato Tanaka. He was in. I think he was. I bought it towards back end of like ECW. Um, he had a big feud with Mike Awesome, if I remember correctly. Oh, oh yeah! It's amazing that man is still alive. Jesus Christ! Barely. Yeah. So I, I missed the original Mike Awesome and Tanaka uh, first two fights, but I saw that bullshit at ECW's One Night Stand uh, in Wait, like, just hit each other with the head. Yeah, just hit each other with the head. They just like, really horrible. Stiff each other with the chair shots all night long. Twelve minutes of chair shots, guys. Like you get hit with a chair once, you'd be like. You'd be dead. Anyway, um, congratulations, my sir. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say he is 65 years old. Did you get 65? Yeah. Shockingly, 51 today. 51. Okay. Yeah, I hope he. I hope he makes it to 65 and past. Fucking hell. So that's. Yeah, it was, like I've seen plenty of death out. matches. I've seen plenty of death matches. That was one of the most violent things I've ever seen in my life. Final one, number five. Number five. John Turturro. John Turturro. Okay. American actor, most famously for me at least, played Jesus in the Big Lebowski. Yes. Um, he liked that to guy kiss like fifty. 
Did you get 53? He is 67 today. So, Jesus Christ, I'm going to have to get a calculator after this one. So, eight, you know, once once we lost in the second round, you know, we, we, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. Surprised I got the, the mom from Dirty Dancing so close. Yeah, that one wasn't too bad. And Ali Lara wasn't, you know, that was that could have been a strong start. But yeah, unfortunately, birthday blackjack with a score of 61. <laughs> Crochets. That's super bust. This week, I'm afraid you're a loser. You lose. That's what it is. Get out of the casino. At least Boy, you know you ever... counting cards. We absolutely need that Mario death scene where he's going, and then falls. <sighs> yeah, that was dramatic, dude. That was that was, was a devastating loss, but it's still a fun game. This is there's, you, you, there's a lot you, of awesome in this game where I know who the hell we're talking about. You're one on one for the two weeks we've been one doing one. this. So, All right. Yeah, All right. could be worse. Right. Could be worse. All right, it's now time for a little bit of relaxation now, because now we're just going to pit four celebrities against each other in the final death match in this week's celebrity battle royale. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yeah. Yeah. We are halfway to piss. Celebrity Battle Royale. Let's throw it back to an early part. Um, yeah, this is where we take four celebrities, put them in the ring. Kush has to decide which order they're eliminated and who's crowned this week's Celebrity Battle Royale champion. Uh, fun one this week because we actually have the viewers or listeners' choice, whatever. We put this poll to the Twitter sphere, find out who they would pick. So let's see if Kush agrees with them. Um, because the fun fact is here that Kush no longer goes on Twitter, so he definitely hasn't seen the poll results. Um, last week we did celebrity dogs, celebrity dogs. So I thought we'd do a little bit more theme. Oh, yeah. So we're going with celebrity bears. Oh, celebrity bears. Arr. This will be hard. There's not too many of them, so this will be hard. So in one corner we have hailing from. I don't know. We the Pooh. We the Pooh. Oh, oh. That mm, boy like honey. In corner number two, Fozzie from Sesame Street. Hmm. Never mind. Go, go on. Go on. This is number three. From hailing from Boston, Massachusetts. Ted. Is that that bear Ted? Oh. Okay. And contestant number four, hailing from the state park, he's stealing everyone's food. It's Yogi Bear, Yogi Boo Boo. So, Winnie the Pooh versus Fuzzy versus Ted versus Yogi Bear. Honorable mention, originally I was going to put Baloo from Jungle Book, but let's be honest, he would just destroy everyone. That's just what doesn't make it fun. Yeah. I mean, Baloo would have been the strongest of. He's a. He's a tough be, son of a bitch. As a fifth member of this match, he would have killed everybody in this. So I understand. Maybe so. it's kind of like putting like, you know, oh, Pee Wee Herman, um, Mini Me, 
uh, versus Brock Lesnar. Like, what? Why? That's not fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. Analogy is a little rough, but I get it. I get it. Although, apparently, word on the street is allegedly, if you ever get in a fight with Brock Lesnar, just show him a a video of someone urinating and he'll get distracted and he can run away. Oh, okay. I don't get that reference at all, but okay. Uh, This is for. I'll be sure to keep a, a piss video chambered at all times. He he apparently he like he liked the like he liked the what the woman the piece. Sweaty people. Honestly. What, Look it up. When did just fucking a woman become boring? What the fuck? Uh, All right. Anyway, we the Pooh versus Fozzie versus Sesame Street versus nope versus Fozzie versus Ted versus Yogi Bear. So. There's a little teddy bear in there, and his name is Ted, and he's a stuffed animal that is beyond animatronic. He, he's, he's fully motion-capable, uh, brought to life by a miracle and a wish. And unfortunately, Pooh and uh, 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 Fozzie both find him adorable. And it's not a gay thing. They just like teddy bears because they both have teddy bears. So guess what? They actually get into a tug-of-war over Ted. And they split him in half, and poor Ted dies right there. Um, and that gives Yogi the opportunity to uh, slam them both in the head with a picnic basket, causing them internal bleeding, and they both die. So Yogi Bear is the winner because hey, boo boo. Hey, boo boo. It's a big, just just obnoxious jar of marmalade in there. I don't even think that's Yogi's thing. That's Paddington's thing. But Yogi will eat it anyways. So he's he's now so upset that this marmalade is all over Fozzie and Pooh that he eats Fozzie and Pooh. He eats Pooh. He eats Pooh. Who's uh, uh, made of honey? Uh, so it's okay. It's funny so when you said uh, when you said they find Ted adorable, not a gay thing. He's just a cute teddy bear which is uh just teddy bear is a, is a gay thing okay well apparently, in this case we're actually talking about an, a literal teddy bear and so, bear, so if, but, but, but you know, it's documented if you're a, that if you're a large a teddy bear and fozzy the bear has a teddy bear that's documented if you're a larger man with lots of body hair mm-hmm. apparently that's known as a teddy bear in the gay community okay learn something new makes sense that's right this makes sense just facts, ma'am. Lathan. Just the facts, ma'am. Get on this, Lathan. What's wrong with you? And you then AI body guess... and you just forget how to use the board. You now have working limbs, sir. This is why we as a world need to you know break down these barriers and get to know this is why you know gay you, know, you should have gay friends. You get to learn all this kind of information. Like you have to tell you at the bears, and then I didn't they didn't specifically say it was this but from what i can gather the basically the opposite of a bear is like where it's a skinny hairless innocent looking thing is a twink okay so i don't know where that word comes from but because bear i can make sense big hairy man bear makes sense mm-hmm. twink it's a, it's, like, it's a hostess it's a hostess it? product twinkie so it's, it's why it? oh maybe that's it maybe that's it because no, twinkies no, are small sweet and full of cream the gay community is one of the 
few communities that have taken slurs directed at them and like, no, that's that's what I do. You call me a Twinkie? Yeah, I'm a Twink. I don't know where this sass just came from. This, this but, uh, yeah, I, I've seen that enough times. So yeah, they, they're again one of those communities that can like take a negative and flip it into a positive for them. Although I think if you and I say Twink, it's offensive. Shouts Missy at it. Anyway, anyway, rock and roll Hall of Fame member Missy at it. Beauty, beauty, beauty. Whoop. Beauty, beauty, beauty. Whoop. Oh, you're not familiar with, you're sure you're familiar with Miss Yellett's work, right? Oh, Miss Yellett, you're saying it weird. What are I saying? You're saying Missy Elliott, but it, with your dialect and these earbuds, it sounds like Miss Nell. <laughs> My teacher, Miss Nell, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame member, Miss Nell. Miss Nell. She used to teach me math. <laughs> yes, sir, we'll teach you English one of these days, sir. It'll be fine. And you'll do well. As opposed Thanks. to good, you'll do well. <laughs> anyway, it's time to Kush to shine as he takes us down a cinematic journey as he reviews a movie in a segment that we like to call Kush's Movie Review. Cush's Movie Review. Yes, welcome to Cush's Movie Review. This week's Cush's Movie Review is Land of Bad, where it's, it's a place where all poorly behaved dogs are stored. And he's like, you're, you're a bad boy. <laughs> you have to go to the land of bad. No. No. It's it's like the sequel. It's a spinoff to All Dogs Go to Heaven. Okay. Where oh. it's called Some Dogs Go to the Land of Bad. Bad boy. You know, that would have been better context than what this movie is. So we're talking Land of Bad. It is it's actually a pretty hard R. It's 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 a lot of melodrama until we get into like real drama and like some gratuitous violence. Um and, and those parts few are few and far between but when they're there we're like hard r ah. um it it's is pirates. one hour Arr. and 53 minutes it is directed and written by a man named william eubanks with a, a co-writing by david figure frigerio excuse me uh this stars mr russell crowe and by the way the poster is kind of deceiving russell crowe is while he's in this movie He's not in this movie with the rest of the cast. There's him and this one lady, and they're on an off-site base 10,000 miles away from where this action is happening, and they're just monitoring the entire movie through a drone camera. Like, it's, it's, it's this weird... The movie is a weird commentary on modern warfare, which made Great me go, like, oh, this could be the Call of Duty modern warfare game. Way better title than land of bad we'll get to that in a second here. maybe in that's all... what they were trying to do maybe they were trying going forward yeah we're gonna make a call of duty movie and then they just didn't get a license of it it's like fuck this is it's last minute uh, land of bad that'll do so if this was call of duty land of bad yeah okay yeah that would have worked 
um, it, it still would have had Call of Duty. You'd be like, well, it's kind of related to the video game. But then, like, uh, what's Land of Bad? That, that, maybe that's maybe this is a whole new video game spinoff. Anyways, uh, we'll get to that in a minute. We don't get just one. We get two Hemsworths. We Ooh. get Liam Hemsworth and a new gentleman I have not seen ever, but is apparently the oldest of the Hemsworths. Hemsworths. Luke. Luke Hemsworth is in this. Oh, um, everyone knows Chris Hemsworth, Thor. Uh, everyone knows him. So when we're talking about the other now two, I, I got a little confused. I, actually, I honestly thought before I wrote the notes on this, I honestly thought Luke Hemsworth was the uh, main protagonist. Turns out it's been Liam, the youngest, uh, which is not a problem. I just got my Hemsworths mixed up. So I just want to get that out there. Also starring Milo Ventimiglia, who, who was also in the aforementioned Heroes TV series with Ali oh. Larder. It's all coming together this episode. It's like we almost like we planned it. Oh, almost. It's, I think this is just called Serendipity. But anyways, um, no one knows what this movie is. There's no, I've seen no trailer for this. I saw no marketing for this. There was a mystery Monday movie, and we, we record these on a Monday, so I don't go to too many of those screenings. But again, like they, for five bucks, you can go see this movie maybe twice a month. That uh, We're not going to tell you what it is until we turn the camera or turn the projector on. And uh, Land of Bad got one of these, and everybody who came out of it seemed to enjoy it. Guess what? This reviewer, this critic, enjoyed Land of Bad. There's some slow parts. There's some meticulous parts. It all leads to a thing. The plot is some, I don't even think they're Navy SEALs, but they are that elite group squad that uh, has to go into the jungle and they have to rescue a, a fellow member from another unit. And uh, they think he's at this one drug dealer's site in the Philippines, but we're not entirely sure. So we're doing some surveillance and uh, we... For whatever reason, we brought a we brought a drone guy with us. So again, we've got two people hanging out in an office in Las Vegas. And we'll get back to them. That's Russell Crowe and his his other lady partner. We'll get back to them. But for whatever reason, they brought a guy to come out and uh, monitor stuff on his cell phone from the drone. Again, I don't know what's going on with the radio, but eventually. A very known terrorist shows up to this uh, this guy's mansion and murders everybody in front of uh, this this elite squad of military people, and they're like, "I don't know what to do here. We were prepared to kill this guy, but now we have to kill these other guys, possibly. Oh no, now they're shooting at us." Um, there's a lot of dialogue in this about like, "Hey, you know, man, just trust your training, trust your instincts." Trust the equipment we've given you that is very basic. Don't don't rely on the fancy tech and the drones and all that because, well, guess what? It's alluded to, and then at some point, oh, no. Sorry, Liam's Hemworth. Your drone's offline. We can't send a missile in there to protect you guys. No. <laughs> it's, it's, it's stupid, but in the best stupid way possible. You're just like, yeah. That, I mean, they, they projected that you know they telegraphed that that was going to happen so we get into all this stuff we're like how good is the new technology and it's, you know liam hemsworth makes this little monologue like 
you know, I believe our tech is saving lives. And they're like, uh, the whole squad has now been dead. Sorry, spoiler alert. Uh, poor Liam Hemsworth is on the run at some point, and like just every mean Filipino person off the coast is gunning for his ass. And at some point, we get the drone back online. It only has like, you know, four missiles. It, can't, it doesn't have a machine gun. Um, we can we get our hero back to the uh, the LZ for extraction. That's the landing zone. Guess what? Just the facts, ma'am. Mercenaries have been following him all day long. Oh, those damn mercenaries. And and everybody with a gun has been following him all day long. And so they're just shooting the shit out of that helicopter. And they're like, sorry, you're running around with him. How's it Again, this is a very, it's a fun movie. It's very dramatic. It's it's um, it's well directed. The action is pretty good. I think they lean into a little, into a few too many Zack Snyder slow mos, but it's a good shot. They're good shots. Um, what else? Yeah. So at some point, Russell Crowe is you know invested in the mission. Him and his lady partner are like, yeah, look, man, I know this is supposed to be an eight-hour shift, but, like, my guy's literally being fired at. I, You can't switch shifts on me right now. And at first, the colonel, or whoever his, his superior is, is like, yeah, okay. We'll let you ride out a couple more hours, but then, you know, man, eventually you're just going to get exhausted. And eventually, too much time does pass, and they do have to replace Russell Crowe. And guess what? It's Russell Crowe. He's a big fat 60 year old. I'd probably lose on the birthday poker on that. But he has to do this <laughs> shit where he's just like, uh, November Echo uh, 629er. And they're like, all right, look, dude, you've been here for 14 hours. All right. You, we have, we are obliged to tell you to go home. Also, his wife is 10 months pregnant and in labor. This is a thing that is in the background. It never comes into play because at some point, Russell Crowe, after being uh, dismissed from his position, we get a whole montage of him going grocery shopping. He's walking around the Whole Foods, getting stuff for his wife. Meanwhile, Liam Hemworth is being drowned and tortured and just getting the shit kicked out of him. And for like every five punches, then we go like, hey, by any chance, do you have like uh, this vegan cheese artisanal, like He's like, oh, got that right for you here, buddy. Here you go. There you go. Like, ah, punch. Ah, ah. And then he's watching Weird of Fortune. No, it's... no, 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 no. A whole set of circumstances happen where finally a phone call from a tortured Liam Hemsworth is made to Russell Crowe. And he's like, oh my God, I got to get back to base. Abandons his shopping cart oh, in the middle of the line. I to do that. Oh. Well, this is a special circumstance, so we're gonna we're gonna give Russell Crowe a pass on this. But he runs to his car. By the way, there's a countdown timer happening. No, oh. where we've got two minutes before the American bombs come in and kill everybody, terrorists, American soldiers, etc., etc., etc. Everybody's gonna die within two minutes. Runs to his car, escapes the parking lot, drives like six miles down the road or whatever back to the office parks the car 
runs past them the MPs who are like, is that Russell Crowe? I don't know. We didn't, he just ran past us. We, didn't, we couldn't clear him. We're just going to let that go. It makes them time to go like, cancel the bomb! <laughs> My guy wouldn't have not have gotten out of the Whole Foods parking lot in two minutes. And we're supposed to believe this happened. Uh, so, look, I'm not going to let you know if the bomb did or did not make it. I hope I did not ruin the movie for everybody, but I had a great time with this. No one knows this movie exists, so I feel like... Well, I'll be honest. Little... When you text me saying you were going to review this movie this week, I thought at this point you were just playing a trick on me. I thought you just made up a movie. It sounds like something a fifth grader made up. I'm going to make a movie. Land land of bad. It's bad. Just bad men. Bad. It's, just, it's a land of bad men. Uh, there's bad context men. for it. And it is not any better. I just told you, like, this This takes place in the deepest, darkest parts of the scariest parts of the Philippines. And um, you'd think they were like, yes, yeah, we're going into some deep, some deep bush here. And uh, roughly translated land of bad or badlands is where we're going. You'd think it would be something kind of obnoxious like that. No. They're... There's a guy on the squad, and he kind of thinks Liam Hemsworth is a punk because he's brand new. Um, he's not wrong, but then he gives this whole thing about like, yeah, man, fuck your cell phone and fuck your drone technology. Like, we rely on our instincts, we rely on our training, we rely on our experience and our fucking guns. So, welcome to the land. He's got a tattoo, land of bad. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> That's dumber than Russell Crowe shopping at the Whole Foods, man. That's that really it, it happened. It's one of the first things that happens in the movie. And I was like, wow, they went there, huh? Fuck yes. <laughs> so terrible fucking title. It's it's up there with last year's plane, which again, by the way, great goddamn movie. I would love to see plane again. And I cannot wait for the sequel, which will be ship. So maybe something with the stupidest title has a lot of promise and we should look more into it. I don't know why more people aren't talking about this. This is a fun war movie. I mean, we're going to get into a movie later in the post show. The, the, the best review we're like, we've seen this. We've seen this subject so many goddamn times. Do we need to see this? Is this a new take? And in this case, it's no, we, we've seen, seen soldiers stranded in the jungle, in the foreign jungle. And up against all odds, and maybe they survive, maybe they don't. They usually survive. And they won't get better than Predator. That's why they bother trying. Yeah, then they keep trying to reinvent the wheel. But uh, this is a great movie. I really enjoyed Mila Ventimiglia. He plays the squad leader. Fantastic. I want to see more, more, more mighty Milo. More, more, more just gruff, just weathered Milo Ventimiglia. Just like, hey, what's wrong with you? You follow me. You stay on my six. You cover me whenever I need you. Follow these signals. Like I'm just like, all right, yeah. Where's where's this guy come from? I like this. Sounds like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, it does. Um, again, Russell Crowe is it's it's a weird character. He literally phoned this in. I, I ain't mad at him. I don't know why he needed to be in this, but again, like anyone could have played Russell Crowe. You, you're you're happy to see him. And again, it's nice to see that there is a there's a third Hemsworth out there. 
I honestly thought it was our protagonist for a second, but he was fine playing a secondary character as well. Bless him. So uh, four out of five, if I didn't make that clear. Four out of five. I enjoy this. It's a low four, but it is still a four. Uh, not better than the movie. Not better than the Bob Marley movies, but hell of a time. No one's talking about it. Go see it. It's not going to be around long. Make a land of bad. Subtitle, No Man Left Behind. Four out of five. Check it out. But let's wrap up this week's show. Sorry, I was a little bit distracted by the... The blind and deaf dog decided now would be a good time to wander about. And so I'm kind of like, is she going to headbutt headbutt now? What's she going to headbutt? She's all right. She found a bed. She found a bed. Crisis averted. Okay. So let's wrap up this week's show. Make this bit all warm and fuzzy. With this week's feel good story of the week. It's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. week's feel good story comes to us from plantersville in south carolina okay Ooh, what a thunk it um so fred allen smalls aka gramps was born february 5th 1918 in the plantersville area of georgetown county south carolina but unfortunately had to leave school after the eighth grade, to move to Washington, D.C. to help support his family. Now, thanks in part to his granddaughter, Fidella Kinney, who worked for over a year, Gramps has now been awarded an honorary high school diploma by Georgetown High School. Okay, I'm sorry, but before you continue what I'm sure is going to be a very heartwarming story... Mm -hmm. Can we just point out that Gramps is an incredibly lazy nickname to give to an old dude? This is why this country is going down the shithole. Yeah. I mean, it's fair. He's not Gramps, land of bad. Creativity is not very good in this week. Anyway. What are you going to do? So Gramps, (laughs) he was awarded that diploma at a graduation ceremony attended by more than 100 people with speakers including District Superintendent Keith Price and Georgetown Mayor Carol J. Rowe. He has also become recently a social media star with Badella, his granddaughter, documented him on TikTok while he watches his favorite sports and spends time with Bella, the family dog. So congratulations to Gramps, who by my calculation is 106. Jesus Christ. I don't know if I want to live that long, man. Honestly, I know, I know, I know humans are evolving. And so, like, again, like someone who's 48 is looking like, hey, you're pretty good for looking for a 48 year old. But, like, eventually you hit 68 and you still have the problems of a 68 year old. So, I'm, 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 I'm about, I'm about to venture into, into 39. Right. Yeah, 39 wasn't bad. So, I'm kind of like thinking, right. Should we just do when I was 39, like, I was still telling just... people I was 40 because I was just like, I'm so, I don't, I just don't care. Like, I, I started doing that at 38. I was like, I just, whatever, I'm 40. 
unfortunately. Not to be too morbid, but you know, once I hit 39, 40, that's I'm kind of already planning that all right, let's do let's do this once again. And that's it, right? There's like 80. 80 seems like a good after that, surely I'm I'll get bored, right? I'll be like, oh fuck. You'll be irritated. You'll do you'll be irritated for sure by everything. Loud noise. Look at this, kids. This is a music. Um You'll, you'll, Put you'll them be trying to on. people That's basic real music. things and then just be like, they're, they're going to say something offensive to you and be like, what the? F- I just told you to pull your pants up. <laughs> you're oh, I, mean, I don't understand. I don't understand the shit the youth is saying now. Let alone another yeah, same. 40 years. For real, for real. No cap. Busting for real. No, no caps done. Riz. Oh, spicy. Riz means, but I know it's a thing. I don't know what Riz means. I think Riz is like a machismo thing. Uh, oh, like what Scott Hall had, by the way, but that's okay. It's probably, oh, there you are. No, I thought that's maybe I just don't think I was moving, I was frozen by the thought of that's a new being Rizzy. <laughs> Since we've changed. Change the settings over here in the future home of Super Bowl 60. I got my first internet is unstable message. What? Yeah. Son of a bitch. It's weird. So, anyway. Well, I, haven't, I haven't seen the thumbs up in the corner yet. That's good. Yeah. Thumbs up has been missing for a while. I think that's usually, I, th- I literally think that is the uh, operating system of this, this device we're now on. Because oh, it was obnoxious. Well done. You got a you got a decent connection. Well done. Oh, are you good? Thumbs up. Fuck off. Mock me, I swear. Computer clearly does not like us talking shit because it froze you there. Let's let's get out of here, man. Before we before we lose the show. Good job. I'm recording this because of the beautiful people to search squad probably heard every single thing I said, and it was hilarious. Probably the best things ever been said in this episode and 139 episodes they're, they're gonna be like writing stories about this they're gonna be telling their grandchildren we're gonna get around let me tell you that one time that mike said something on the box the village Amen. children will be singing songs of your tale for many generations if... mike fish yep that is just and a they, fact that's gonna be like they'll be like they'll be like children and pets named after me because i'm such a legend yeah and statues probably statues mm, maybe a figurine not, Maybe a Funko Pop, but not a statue. What about what about what about, what about like what, like a three foot tall one, like by, a little Buddha by, thing? No, yeah, like, like by a, by like um like a by a uh, what the fuck are they called? Uh, a little like fountain where okay. I'm like, like a, comedically, a yeah, where I'm like urinating. Are you the, are you urinating or are you? Yeah, spinning? like in the waters. The waters. No, I'm. I'm Maybe might be both. Maybe both. I don't know. Oh. I'll, I'll leave. I'll leave it up to them. They can decide. Yeah, I don't. Want to, I don't want to be egotistical yes. and decide where my statue urinates from or pisses at or whatever. I'm going to say it's a custom design, but yes, that will happen. Or, or what about a bit or, of uniqueness? They'd have to turn the water pressure up a bit to get make it yeah. look good. But it's like it the, the 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 statues of me slightly bent over with a like a like like a face on and the water's coming out of my asshole it looks like i have like horrible diarrhea like that no 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 decline stick to the urination 
hard decline not even a Kiki. polite decline hard Kiki, decline Kiki urination we'll do that no we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're gonna cancel you actually if you oh. keep this up damn it we're gonna call you anyway. fecal fish if you keep this going on hey the legend of fecal fish in 2024 the, the townsfolk were banished after fecal fish ate a bad fish from 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 Amsterdam. He had, he had so, so, so he ate himself. Fecal it, fish. It, ate it, it, yeah, it's, it's fish a ate fucking cannibal. What did I say? And he got it's what he cannibal? deserved because because that diarrhea was fucking violent. Oh my god, he deserved what he got. That's what he deserved. That's what I'm saying. So we commemorate the great day when fecal fish got what he deserved with this statue where you can clearly see the violence, the violence of that diarrhea. Never seen diarrhea like it. I don't know what this accent is, but it's got a fluffy beard. It's got some bifocals and it's got a pipe as it's exclaiming and pointing to the children with every inflection. That's yeah. 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 I, 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 I don't tell too. I don't say this to scare you. I say this to warn you. Because if you if you don't learn from the past, you're just you're, you're bound to repeat it. And I don't want you eating fish with maggots in from Amsterdam because you'll be shitting everywhere. <laughs> Violently. <laughs> End scene. End scene. So there you go. I don't I don't know what town that is, but I look forward to yeah, again, I don't know what this accent is, but this, this is, we, I think we just built a character here. Again, he's wearing overalls, he's got a pipe in his hand, and he's constantly just gesturing the entire time, just like, I'm telling you, eat that fucking fish with the maggots. I mean, it, it, it could have been one of those characters where it comes back recurringly, but, you know, for merchandise properties, I don't think I'm going to design a fecal fish t-shirt. Maybe we'll just right. keep this Your one on the pod. Your dad would be very disappointed. Yeah. Anyways, let's wrap this shit up. Boom! I don't wanna fry. Just, just add a fish. And I'm shitting at my ass. Where else would you shit from, weirdo? Anyway. That wraps up episode 139. A very interesting episode. We've taken a journey. Yeah. We've grown together. Again, 139 of these. This was one of the, this is uh, more different than a hunt, the last 138. I'm guessing 140 next week's gonna be wow. That's what we do. That's just how we get down. That we roll. Uh, Kush, you do podcasts as well on the side, yeah. you cheeky monkey. Uh, what we got to look forward to on the the old Buzznet family microdose this Friday. Well, tonight was number 139 of the Waffle Box, but this Friday you're getting number 187 of the Microdose. Oh, you think and... you're better than us, do you, huh? Because you got more, hmm? Yeah. Size don't well, matter. It's going to be a more lethal episode because we got Caesar Black, Pro Wrestling Hall of Famer. In, I've heard of him. And we're going to talk nonsense. It's not already been recorded. It's a bunch of nonsense. But we have fun. We do a lot of laughing. Might have had a couple pops like old men. So check out number 187. That's the uh, California murder code for murder, Mike Fish. That, that's uh, that's a whole hip hop thing. 
So number one eight seven with Caesar Black microdose this Friday. I learned that from professional wrestler the notorious one eight seven homicide. There you go. That is a homicide. What was funny is um, the uh, so he used to have a, a finisher called the cop killer. Mm. And then that's not going to play too well on WWE TV. Well, and then so he signed with Total Nonstop Action Wrestling TNA. Probably didn't get better there. And so they thought, okay, yeah, we're on national TV now. We can't really have a guy with a wrestling move called the Cop Killer, especially so, in Florida. So let let's rename oh, the move. And all of a sudden, his, his, he was performing the move, and it was proclaimed as the Gringo Killer, which I mean, I technically is technically, I guess it's technically better, I guess, but is it? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a well. So Gringo is foreigner. Yeah. So, so it's the foreigner killer, and uh, no, it's <laughs> like, no, it's point. Like, uh, yeah. Anyway, there you go. Yeah. Fun fact: history about wrestling. That move would probably kill a person. <sighs> But whatever. Huh? Yeah, whatever. I mean, it was a pretty anyway. Bottom map. Um, one Make sure you follow us at Wolfbox on Twitter. We're on other social media networks, but shit. I am at Only Mike Fish. You can find him at Christopher Hayes on, the on faces. Facebooks, and you can even follow Lathan at Producer Lathan on Twitter. So it's good night for me. Good night from here. Good night from Lathan. Say good night to the fan, folks. Don't be upset that it's over. Be happy that it happened. We'll see you next week. You stay classy, San Diego. Marvelous. And Thanks. until next week, take care of yourselves. And each other. That's all, folks. Pay me off, Johnny.